Blog Talk Radio. This is George Command, and welcome to the Monday show. So we won't talk too much about it, but anybody watched the Super Bowl yesterday? I'm a big Los Angeles Rams fan. Not the Rams when they were St. Louis, but Los Angeles, yes, because I lived in the Los Angeles area. And I knew the Rams way back when. I had people I knew that were played for the Rams. So that was it's kind of an interesting connection I have going way back into the nineteen seventies. Ooh, long time ago, huh? I'm old, but that's all right. No, but so I enjoyed the game. A lot of people said, Well, it's too boring, blah, blah, blah. If you understand football, it wasn't a boring game. If you understand the intricacies of football and the chess match that was going on between the two coaches, if you got into that the subtleties of the game and the chess match that's involved in designing your strategies in a football game. It's kind of like war. (laughs) It's kind of like generals deciding what to do with their armies. And if one army does this, you are, your army does that. So it was fun in that sense of, I kind of wish the Rams would have won, but they were a bit overwhelmed. The strategy of new England was better than the Rams. I don't think the quality of the players was that much better. But it was the the technique and the strategy that New England put into play that caused the difference in the game. That's my opinion from my perspective. But we won't talk about football. We're going to talk about love. I put the heading out there. How do you know you're in love and appreciate your thoughts? So if you call in today, it's really about how do you know you're in love? How do you know you're in love? Okay. So I have a couple of articles on that subject, and I've been reading recently a lot about – recently reading? I don't know, something like that – the um, love language signs. And that plays into this love thing is love language be, being that when somebody is communicating to you love in a way that fills your love tank up, then you know you're in love. Now, we won't get too deeply into that. And some of the the articles I have kind of touch on that a little bit because if you can find in what people do towards you. Now, that usually – the love language really comes into effect after you've been together for a while. You know, some people say a couple of years. Some people say six months. Some people say whatever. You know, it's like that when that honeymoon period is over and then you have to get into the reality of living together and being together in a couple and suddenly it gets 
the love languages or the communication becomes very important. But how do you know you're in love with somebody? Anybody anybody have a one-sided love affair where you love somebody but it wasn't reciprocal? No. That would be like on the top of my list of things is you both communicate that need for to be together so that it's equal or close to equal as you can get right so that's for me that's really important in love to to both of you knowing and feeding off of some, some of these things so the article i have one of them was written from a woman's perspective of a woman but it, it could apply to a man it might be a little bit different for men than women but not much we're humans we we all respond to the same things you know in the love language we all one of we respond to either words of affirmation gifts quality time together physical touch I always forget the fifth one. I don't know what it is. What is it? Why is that fifth one escape me? So you got quality time together, words of affirmation. You have gifts. And what is the other one? Oh, I'll think of it. It'll come, it'll pop in, you know. But so those things are expressed and that that when you get those things that you respond to, let's say quality time together when you're partner is with you and wants to sit and just talk or go for a walk and it's just you and him or her and there's all the communication is you know the tech stuff is gone and it's just you two talking about whatever you're talking about expressing love expressing life expressing things that you enjoy that's love and if your partner is sucking that up like a big spoon of whatever rice pudding i don't know (laughs) whatever you eat right that that's what makes a relationship that's what one person feels loved Okay, some people feel loved by gifts and little gifts, not necessarily I'm going to give her diamonds this week and she'll feel loved, right? No, it's little things and acts, physical acts. It could be from anything from sexual intercourse, just a rub on the shoulders to just know that your partner is there for you and, and cares enough about you to express love in a way that is important to you. Now, acts of service is one of them, which you, your partner just does little things for you. And, and that's their way of showing that they love you is doing little things. So I think acts of service, maybe I got them all now. I got quality time, got acts of service. I got physical touch. Um, yeah, I'll get them. Yeah. Just like they're, uh, affirm and, you know, words of affirmation. There's another one. It escapes me right this moment. That's weird, huh? So we're going to talk about that today. So I want to hear your opinions on that. I want to hear what you have to say about what, how do you, how did you know you were in love with your partner? Good question. How, how did you know that you were in love with your partner and have some ideas to throw at you? And we can we can discuss that a little bit more. And I'm going to look up that other one. That just like I know what this is. Yes, I know. Yeah, uh, it's bugging me now. It's bugging me to have to look up this other one about. The... Okay, so you got words of affirmation, quality time, receiving gifts. Okay, and you have acts of service and physical touch. So I think I covered them all. Okay, so quality time. So which one's important to you? It, it sometimes it's not easy to determine which ones, and then that's what the book is talking about. How do you know which one's important to you? And so we'll, we can talk a little bit more about that. But today's show is more about how do you know you're in love? How do you know? Do you, are you in love? 
how do you know you're in love? So I'm going to get a couple articles, and I'll let my spirit teachers, the Sarah group, kind of put in their two cents about the subject, and and just see if, if you have any ideas that you knew that you were in love. And, and I and I really think it's got to be reciprocal because you can love somebody and be connected to somebody, but if it's not reciprocal, if it's not a mutual love, eh, you really don't have much going on, do you? No, it just gets really frustrating and frustrating and, yeah, just the old negative energies come up. Okay, so that's what we'll talk about. So I have a couple different articles on the subject. Elite Daily, is this article is taken from Eric Santos, and I don't know Eric, but I thought some of the ideas were good, and we're just going to skip all the intro stuff that he talks about. And I think this is really, it's about... The title of the article is Definitive Ways to Tell You're in Love with the Right right Someone. That's kind of an interesting thought, the right someone, right? Okay, let me just jump right into it. The best part of your day. This expression I thought was really interesting from Childish Gambino said, when you're in love, when you're alone, I'm sorry, (laughs) tongue's not working. Okay, get it back in gear. When you're alone, you'd rather be with you. I'd rather be with you. Seeing my girlfriend is always the highlight of my day from this individual. If you really love someone, you'll never truly tire of him or her. Now, what do you think about that? That's just a big statement, isn't it? You never tire. I'm sure in a relationship, and if you've been together for 20 years, (laughs) 10 years, there are moments, and that's why people need separate time to rekindle that love, to bring stuff back in. So, but you never really tire of that person. You're never like, I'm done with you. <laughs> I'm done with you. Okay, number two, I think on the list is really, these are really interesting thoughts, and I want you to think about them, and your opinions would be appreciated. First person you think about, you love, your love will be the first person you think about when you wake up, and the last person you think about before you go to bed. Ah, what do you think about that? Hmm, that's an interesting thought. The first person you think about. Now, it could be your children, right? It could be your children. It, it, I mean, we're talking romantically. Well, let's just put it into the romantic context here. The first person you think of romantically or your heart goes out to, other than family and children and people like that. Hopefully it's not. No, never mind. I'll leave that one alone. So who do you think about? I don't really think about anyone. <laughs> I, just, I guess I'm not in love, right? don't think about anybody. I think about spirit. I think about what I'm going to do today. And I think about, you know, connecting and surrendering myself to the will of the universe or God or source. But I don't necessarily think about a person. So what about you? Do you think about a person? First person you think about. In in a romantic way, I would try to requalify that just a tad. I would say that that, that's kind of an interesting way of looking at it. What do you think? These are just to stimulate your thinking a little bit. Okay, above your needs, above your own needs. Prioritize above your own needs. Love is selfless. I was was the most important person in the world until I met my girlfriend. Once I fell in love with her, her needs became more important than my own. I think that's really a valuable one where it's, it's, it's about kindness. It's about love. It's about generosity and those are all aspects of love aren't they forgiveness kindness generosity joy all that that falls into play so if you're into somebody you know 
Somebody you'll give your life for, is that always the expression? I love that person, I'll give my life for them, right? Okay. And it's that idea. Okay, so let's move on. We'll just kind of blow by that one for a moment. Think about it. You put your their needs above yours. What do you think? What do you think? I, I'm just throwing this stuff out there. So how do you know your love? Now, it has to be reciprocal because that's really important. The most important thing I could say in this whole discussion is it's got to go both ways. You'll do anything. If you try to consult a list of things I wouldn't do for my girlfriend, the list would be pretty empty. What about you? Boyfriend, girlfriend, husband, wife, would you just do about anything for them? That's a tall order, isn't it? In some ways, isn't that a really massive tall order? Now, is that extreme? Are we taking it to the extreme as in love? Now, I like this next one, and I think this is so true. Now, some people really have a problem with this, and, and I understand why. And, you know, there's different kinds of personalities in this world. There's introverts, and there's extroverts, and there's people down the middle, and there's physical, and there's emotional, and, you know, all that sort of thing, right? You're never afraid to express your feelings in public. Wow, that's a tall order for some people. I have the semi-bad habit of telling the world how in love I am with my girlfriend. Now, could you tell your friends all that? I love this person. I love this person more than I've ever loved anyone, other than maybe my mother or father, right? You know, right? What do you think? Could you, could you say that to your friends? Could you express it in public? Wow, this is the most per- important person in my life. It's my love of my life. I'd like you introduced to my love of my life. Could you do that? Could you do that? Would they do that for you? That's even more as important, right? You love the imperfections. Now, I know these can wear on you after a while. The little imperfections, you go, oh, they do that again. Why are they doing that every time? They always do that. My girlfriend is the most beautiful woman I know. But she knows knows I have some imperfections, but... But to me, they're not imperfections. They're unique qualities and things I love. Oh, she knows she has imperfections. I'm sorry, I read that wrong. But I'm going, what? That didn't sound right. But it did. You know, like she has imperfections. We all have imperfections. We all do things that are kind of like really seriously. But if you can show forgiveness for those and embrace those and learn something about them and love your partner despite their imperfections, you know, and, and, and learn to tolerate the imperfections. You know, you can mention it, but do you nag about the imperfections? Well, you didn't leave the toilet. You left the toilet seat up again, really, seriously. You know, that's, that's, that's to, to a woman that may be an imperfection, right? I like the next one, number seven. Did I skip number six? No, number seven. You think long term. I like that. When you're in love with someone, it's hard to imagine a future without that person. And for this reason, you think long term. Uh, next one is really important for men as much as women, but you become a better person. They always say that behind every great man or beside every – I'll change that. Okay, well, we'll rephrase that again. Ooh, that's an old one. That's the old one, the newest way of looking at it and the most ac- accurate way of looking at it. Beside every great man or great woman is a partner, their partner. Right? It's your coach, your lover, your friend, your best friend, your 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 critic at times. But you become a better person because this person loves you and they're willing to say, Hey, you know what? You just need to be doing this, a little bit more of this. And that's acts of effort. that's 
words of affirmation when people encourage you to say, you know, you can achieve that goal. You can really achieve that goal. You're really good at what you do. And I don't know that you respond to that, but I respond to that. If somebody's to tell me, George, you, you can achieve your goals. You're, you're great. You're wonderful. Your feelings are unconditional. Ah, that's good. You don't just show your feelings to get something because you expect something. They just come from the heart. They come from love. Okay, they come from love. Okay, I'm going to back to here. See if anybody wants to talk to me. I This article took up more time than I thought. They always do. They always give them probably probably too much time. But I'm going to let my spirit teachers, and if, if, if they don't go along, we'll get into another article about this topic. But I'd love to hear from you. In about ten minutes, five minutes, six minutes, seven minutes, if you want to call in and tell me what love is to you. How do you know you were in love? How did you know you were in love? Okay? So I'm going to go away for a minute. And let my spirit guides talk to you. We are more than just guides. We're teachers. We're encouragers. We're motivators. We're inspiring individuals to reach their goals, to achieve what they want in life. So we're going to talk about love, aren't we? We're we're going to give you some ideas on love. Now, not that a lot of this hasn't been expressed before. You know, you have books and books and books and books on love. And, you know, you could have a whole library on love itself, right? The topic of love has been kicked around for thousands of years. People loved and fell in love for different reasons way back when. And in your history now, love seems to be or you're in societies now, we should say, that love seems to be very important. Being in love, being having that special one. You talk about soulmates. You talk about twin flames. You talk about that person that just knows you as well as you know yourself. Now, we've talked about this before, and we're going to emphasize this again, because it's really important to understand that before you came a lifetime, let's just say this particular lifetime, you made soul contracts. You made contracts with individuals to come into your life. Okay? You got it? Some as teachers, some as parents, some as siblings, some as friends, some as people to push your buttons to get you to do something, right? Those motivational people, unintentional motivation, we would call that, and inspiration. But you did make contracts. Now, we're going to say this in plural terms because not just in singular, because contracts don't always work out in a lifetime. Things don't happen. You have free will. You miss the boat, to use an expression. You don't connect. So you have contracts for people to come into your life who you will love fall in love with, have a great relationship with, and spend time with, and you will know that they are the ones that you are to love or one. You know, why would people get married two or three times? Let's say the first partner dies and they fall in love again. So it wasn't just that one person, was it? Or you've gone through a really rough marriage and you go, oh, this is not working. But you fall in love the second time. Because maybe you're a little bit older. 
You're a little more mature. You have a better understanding of love and what it means to be in love. So that's the key point. What does it mean to be in love? Now, George talks about the love languages. Now, that's, that's an ingredient in it. We would say the contract is most important. Wow. That was a very important statement. That's a big statement to make. The most important thing you have is this contract. Because, from, and we'll give it from this spiritual perspective, when you have a contract to be in love with someone, your souls reach out to each other. Your souls connect. You just feel this person at a soul level, a heart level, that this person is really, really important to me. We have this natural chemistry connection with each other, and you build on it, and you build on it. You build on that love. You get to know each other. You get personalities. You overlook some differences, or you work from the differences to develop your own character a little bit beyond where it was, because differences build. They build, you know, more interest in your life, more ideas in your life. You, they broaden you out to have differences in a relationship because obviously all relationships have differences. But if you have a soul connection with this individual, if this is one of your soul contract people, it's easy to build on that. It's easy to go from there. So how do you know that? You know, it's like really, we would say to you, oh, it's a soul contract and you have a contract with this and individuals. But how do you know that? How do you know that you have the contract with this individual? That's a good question, isn't it? We would ask you, well, what do you think? I know we're not going to give you the time to respond, of course, but how would you know? You can go mentally analyze the situation you can look at all their strengths and weaknesses and you can look at their personality and what they wear and what they do and their interests and so forth and so on which are all valuable in a relationship right yeah they're 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 important they're important but that's not the key we're linger, we're we're leading you up to the point here it's the key is you just know it's a soul connection it's a vibrational connection with another person because you have agreed that your vibrations will line up because your vibrations line up in the non-physical world. You have that connection. Now, in the non-physical world, we can't say that you have a singular lover per se or singular partner. In the non-physical world, you have multiple individuals, your soul family. You just say your whole family because your energy, you're not physical, your energy. So in that soul family, you're going to have multiple people that you have this alignment with. Now, when you come into the human form, the physical form, you carry that with you. You carry that with you. You carry that energy, that vibration, that connection with your soul family. Soul family does not necessarily equate to physical family. So some people, a lot of people in your soul family are not in your physical family. And some might be, but most of them are outside the, the physical, earthly family. They can become family because you have that deep connection with them that that vibrational connection because your soul family vibrates within the same certain range that's why you come together that's why you're together because you do vibrate in a very similar range and so you have that vibrational connection in the non-physical world and so when two people in the physical world or of that soul family and their purpose is to be in love to have that physical love you feel the vibration 
You just know it. It you vibrate. It's like you vibrate at different levels. It's all of your chakras are in sync with each other. That's a beautiful thought. All your energy fields are in sync with each other. What a beautiful thought. So you know that. Sometimes a chakra will be shut down because of some damage, emotional damage to that particular chakra. But if you meet and know and have that connection with that partner that you have a contract with, that part of that soul family that you have a contract with, they assist you to open up your chakras, open up your base chakra, your survival skills, your sensuality, your emotions, your love center, your communication center. They help you to open that up because their vibration will trigger the vibration within your soul center, your your chakra center, we should say. Soul center, chakra center, their vibration will trigger a response within the appropriate chakra on you to start to open that up. And once it starts to open, then you can feed it, you can grow, they can inspire you to open that area up your of your life to a high vibrational place. So when two people are fully aligned vibrationally, because that was your intent to align fully, it's an amazing experience. It's it's amazing. You communicate on all different levels. So how do you know? Well, you just do because that vibration is amazing between two people who are of the same soul family who have come together to be in a physical relationship together. So you're seeking love. You want to be in love. You want a partner. Okay. Maybe, maybe the simple solution to all that is just ask, just ask, bring to me asking God, the universe source energy. We would prefer to say source energy, bring to me source energy, the member of my soul family that I have a contract to have a deep and lasting love with. Isn't that a beautiful thought? Isn't that a beautiful thought? Bring to me someone in the person in my soul family, a member of my soul family that I have a contract with to have a deep and lasting love in the human form. Simple. Simple. That's just ask for that. You don't have to ask for everything else. No, because you'll know. You'll connect. Be patient. Wait. It'll happen. Just feel it. Feel that soul connection. If you want to get there and, and really attract that person, start to feel that connection. Start to feel that emotional connection. That's when you know you're in love is when you start to feel it. You can feel it with not even – you can just feel that partner. You, in, in, you can feel that partner even if they're not in physically connected to you. You can feel them. and You can pull them in. You can feel it in your heart. You can feel it in your solar plexus. You can feel it in your throat. You can feel it in all your chakras. Oh, I'm connecting with this person. I'm putting my energy out there to connect with this person. And you'll start to feel it. It'll start getting closer and closer and stronger and stronger. And when you meet in person, wow, you know it's that's the person. So we'll leave you with that. Think about that. Just give it some thought. What do you think? You disagree with us? You think, well, no. Uh, but think about that energy connection between two people. That person's person 
that you've made a connection with. And we don't like to do it in the singular because there's multiple members of your soul family that you could make that connection with. And you've aligned with certain people to come into your life to fulfill that role in your life because you all vibrationally are really, really close anyway. You all love each other. And your soul family, you're deeply in love with your soul family. It's just like these are the ones, right? These, these are the ones I have this emotional connection with. You know, and that's the funny thing about it, and we'll give you a little side tip on this. You know, you could have someone of, let's say you're heterosexual, you know, just strictly you have no homosexual tendencies at all. But you could have that deep relationship with somebody of your own gender and go, wow, I didn't know I could have that. It may not turn into a sexual experience, but it can turn into a deep love between two people of the same gender because you've made that contract already. Okay, so we'll leave you there. I know we're almost out of time and George has to go. So, But think about that. Think about that connection, asking for it, how to ask for it, how to ask for it. We love you. We will speak to you very, very soon. Thank you for listening. Bye. Okay, I'm back. Well, I got about six, 60 seconds. That was an interesting discussion from my spirit guides. So how do you know your partner? How do you know? How do you want to ask for your partner to be in your life? And let me just kind of tell you what they said again just kind of restate it ask the universe ask god to bring to you into your life that member of the soul family your soul family that you have a contract with to be in love to have as a loving partner in your life simple just they don't have to get into all the rest of the stuff forget the dating sites forget all the other things because you have an alignment with that person or persons, we should say persons because it really is persons that you potentially have that with. So I love you guys. I'll be back tomorrow. I know didn't have time for callers because my spirit guides just kind of went on and on today. So I love you. I will be back tomorrow. I'm not sure what we'll talk about. Maybe we'll talk about love again because this is a great subject. Thank you. Bye. <laughs>